Research shows that older adults who engage in meaningful and productive activities live longer, experience a better mood, like less depression, and maintain a sense of purpose in life. So to help promote wellness for older adults during the COVID-19 pandemic, I created a wellness guide to help older adults stay physically safe and mentally well. And I posted it as a blog article on my website. And since then, it has had close to 100 shares on Facebook and has been read by thousands of people. So I decided to use this podcast today to share the information in this wellness guide. I'm Dr. Regina Kett. I'm a board-certified clinical psychologist, and I specialize with older adults and families. I created the Psychology of Aging podcast to answer some of the most common questions I get about aging. Questions about mental health and wellness, changes in the brain, like with dementia, relationships and sex, caregiving, and even end of life. Like I say in my therapy groups, no topic is off topic. We just have to have a healthy way of talking about it. So if you're an older adult or caring for one, you're in the right place. Let's get started. The coronavirus has our nation in a tailspin and anxiety is running really high. We know that coronavirus affects everyone, but older adults and people with underlying conditions are disproportionately affected by the impact physically of coronavirus. So on top of that, there's social distancing or even self-quarantine, self-isolation, and even older adults being on lockdown in many senior communities. So older adults are encouraged to maintain their distance from others, but this can have a huge impact on an older adult's quality of life. So it's essential that during the pandemic that older adults stay physically safe. And so we follow CDC guidelines, you know, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidelines to help older adults and everyone really stay physically safe. That's why we're self-quarantining, on lockdown, social distancing, and so on. But it's also really important that we stay mentally well and help older adults to stay mentally well as well. So research shows that older adults who engage in meaningful and productive activities live longer, experience a better mood, like less depression, and maintain a sense of purpose in life. So to help promote wellness for older adults during the COVID-19 pandemic, I created a wellness guide to help older adults stay physically safe and mentally well. And I posted it as a blog article on my website. And since then, it has had close to 100 shares on Facebook and has been read by thousands of people. So I decided to use this podcast today to share the information in this wellness guide. So here goes. I'm going to start by sharing 10 ways to stay mentally well during the pandemic. So the first strategy is to stay connected with friends and family. So we know that social distancing is essential to flattening the coronavirus curve. But the downside of social distancing is that it increases the risk for loneliness and isolation among older adults. 
So one of the best ways for older adults to stay mentally well during uncertain times is to stay connected to the people who mean the most. And that's because when we're facing uncertainty, the comfort of close relationships gives us soothing and reassurance. With social distancing in full effect, older adults might not be able to see their loved ones in person, but with modern technology, there are all sorts of ways to stay connected. So there's FaceTime, like with an iPhone. There's WhatsApp, which is an app that's free that you can video chat. That's how we talk to my mom, who lives in California. Uh, There's also Skype. That's how we talk to my in-laws, who live in Wisconsin. If these strategies seem out of reach, there's also the good old-fashioned telephone. But the key here really is not necessarily how you stay in touch, it's that you stay in touch with the people who matter most. So for more tips on staying socially connected, I actually have another article that is devoted to social connection and shares several resources for older adults to stay socially connected, including a national friendship line that's managed by the Institute on Aging. So head on over to my show notes and check it out. There will be links there. All right, so the second strategy is to keep a daily routine. And so with so much out of our control during the coronavirus pandemic, a routine really helps to bring a little order to the chaos. This is especially important if you're caring for older adults whose routine may have changed because of closures, like for senior centers may have closed or senior rec centers may have closed. Adult day programs for folks with dementia may have closed. And so you may be finding yourself um, with a partner who um, is out of sorts because their daily routine is changed. It can really help to reestablish or create a new daily routine. So a routine is essentially that you do the same thing or similar activities around the same time every day. And it has a lot of benefits. It actually helps to provide a sense of security and predictability, which is essential when we're experiencing uncertainty. It also helps to reduce stress and anxiety, and it actually has the added benefit of helping you sleep better at night. Okay, number three is to maintain a healthy diet. So a healthy diet is essential, you know, of course, to both physical and mental health. It helps our organs to function well. It helps actually our brain and so our memory and cognitive ability benefit from a healthy diet. It helps us to manage chronic conditions like blood pressure and diabetes and cancer. It helps to strengthen the immune system, which is especially important right now. Of course, we know that the coronavirus affects uh, more strongly people with chronic conditions and people who have a compromised immune system. So we definitely want to keep it strong with a healthy diet. And it also promotes muscle and bone health. And that's also important because as we age, especially older adults, um, experience more muscle and bone fragility. Okay, moving on to number four. Another thing that helps with muscle and bone health is to stay physically fit. So Many older adults that I know take regular exercise classes at the gym or their local senior center or the Y, 
But with social distancing, these options aren't going to be available. You don't have to throw in the sweat towel if they're no longer available. There are actually a lot of options for staying physically fit at home. So here are some ideas. So one is just simply to take a walk or a hike. Of course, you'll need to keep your distance from others and take care of your physical health, so don't go too crazy. You don't want to break an ankle and then end up in the ER because you don't want to flood the ER system, right? You could also stretch or do yoga in your living room. So there are some free YouTube channels just for older adults. One of them that I found is called Silver Sneakers, and they have some um, really cool exercises for older adults. I have a link in my show notes to their seven-minute yoga workout for older adults. Looking for more rigorous exercise options? So there are actually apps that you can subscribe to that actually offer you a wide range of exercises. So I uh, subscribe to Peloton. I don't have a Peloton tread or a Peloton bike. I just actually subscribe to their app for $12.99 a month. And I get access to all of their exercise classes. And they're great. I do a lot of their yoga classes, some of their strength classes. But if that seems intimidating, there's also seven-minute exercises with Johnson's and Johnson's seven-minute workout app. Both of these are linked to in my show notes. So head on over to my website. That's www.drforregina.com. And you'll see um, the show notes for this. You can forward slash blog forward slash zero four zero. All right. Number five is to get fresh air. So social distancing doesn't mean that you have to stay inside with the windows closed. Fresh air and sunlight are essential to maintaining physical and mental wellness. So here are a couple of ideas for how to take in fresh air while also keeping your distance. One, like I said earlier, is to take a walk. Another is just simply to sit outside and read a book or drink a glass of water outside. A lot of people are enjoying gardening right now. So even if you can't get to the store to buy plants or flowers, you could spend time pulling weeds or nurturing your plants. My neighbors just redid the landscaping in their front yard. It's so beautiful. Number six is really important for your mental health. It is to limit your media intake to only a couple of credible sources. Getting caught up in the coronavirus news frenzy can be overwhelming and cause unnecessary stress and anxiety. Limiting the amount of time you spend in front of media can help you. So I link to some credible resources for coronavirus news in my show notes. So head on over to my website and check out those resources and just really limit it to that. Don't get caught up in the news frenzy online and all the Facebook political lives and it's, it's overwhelming. Okay, so now that you have extra time because you're not watching the news as much, number seven is to spend time on a hobby a new hobby, or an old hobby. So spending time on hobbies not only helps to pass the time, it also helps to reduce stress by focusing on positive and creative activities. You get to experience a sense of accomplishment and a job well done. 
So here's what my older adult mom, who actually has some chronic medical conditions and lives alone, says that she's been doing to pass the time. So here she goes. This is a quote from my mom. What I try to do for myself is read, do research, do my genealogy, do art activities, engage in political discussions, do my exercises, and garden, and play with my companions, aka my pets, and watch the abundant wildlife, which we have plenty of, ride out my back door. Thanks, Mom. Glad you're spending time on your hobbies. So number eight is to complete projects around your home. So have you been putting off cleaning out that closet or garage? Social distancing gives you the perfect opportunity to complete those household tasks. So here's a strategy for getting your projects done. Come up with a list of your household projects. Then identify which projects require resources that you'd actually have to go to the store to buy. Then prioritize your list of projects. So if the projects on your list require outside resources like that you'd have to buy at the store, put them at the very bottom of the list because it's not the best idea to go to the store right now. Then get started on your first project and then pace yourself. Remember, slow and steady wins the race. You don't want to overdo it. Number nine is to stimulate your mind. So do you enjoy doing crossword puzzles, reading books, playing chess? Keeping your brain stimulated is essential during social distancing. And I'm not talking about watching another episode on television. So if you enjoy doing the New York Times crossword puzzle but aren't sure if you're going to get it in the mail, you can get them online. I have a link to them in my show notes. Or if you're missing your book club, consider reading your monthly book and then setting up a Zoom call with your friends to get together online and talk about the book. I have a link to Zoom in my show notes as well. I use Zoom all the time for free. Number 10 is to try something new. If social distancing has you watching more TV than usual, take a break from the TV and try listening to a podcast. Podcasts are essentially online radio shows, and I have a list of three of my favorites to get you started. The link to them is in my show notes. So those are 10 strategies for staying mentally well during the coronavirus pandemic. But I want to just add a little bonus strategy. This is a great time to really get prepared with the resources that you need for yourself or for other older adults that you might be caring for. So I want you to take the time to prepare. Take the time to put together your medical records and your list of medications and a list of contact information for trusted family members. It's also really important to gather essential documents like legal documents and financial documents in addition to your medical documents. I actually created a free essential documents checklist on my website um, to help you get organized. So simply head on over to my website, download the essential documents checklist, and then take some time to get organized and then plan who you might share these documents with. Like who have you designated as your durable power of health attorney? or your power of attorney over finances. And so then you could 
call that person up and share with them where you're keeping these documents. Of course, that person needs to be trusted, but this could be a really helpful time to prepare and get organized. Maybe you put that on your list of household projects. All right. Well, that's all for today. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released and then leave a review. Subscriptions and reviews actually help people to find this show. In wrapping up, it's important to share that the ideas that I've expressed in this episode are mine alone and that information shared does not take the place of licensed medical or mental health care. I'll see you next week, the same time, same place. Lots of love to you and your family. Bye for now.